How crazy is it to think that we wake up, brush our teeth, check social media, and for a lot of us, start comparing ourselves and our lives to other people's? Social media has made it so easy, too easy to compare what we have or don't have or what we're doing or aren't doing to people sometimes we don't even know. Some days it may affect us more than other days, but I think the real trick here is to realize that today we live in a comparison culture and we have to make an actual effort to resist comparing ourselves to everyone else and have a plan for how we're going to manage these feelings when they come up. Concentrating on what other people are doing and spending time questioning why they got there or how or being jealous or criticizing gets you nowhere. Instead, you can use that same energy to fire yourself up and see what's possible. Today, we're talking about the comparison culture that we are living in and how to manage it in a healthy way that motivates and inspires us, not makes us depressed. Let's go. You're listening to the How to Be Awesome at Everything podcast, where we're obsessed with life hacks that make your life more awesome. Your host, Lindsay Dickhout, is an entrepreneur and business owner, a mom and wife, and someone who wants to do things over the top at all times. This concept started as a collection of things Lindsay has learned that she was documenting to give to her kids one day, and now it's a podcast. Join us on this journey where we talk about how to be awesome at everything we do. Here's Lindsay. Today, we are talking about this culture of comparison that we are living in. It was just recently that I actually heard this name given to this sort of phenomenon that's going on, and it just clicked for me. I was like, yes. We are living in a comparison culture and we have to be honest with ourselves and have an actual plan for how we're going to manage it and how we're going to manage it in a healthy way and protect our headspace and resist those urges and those feelings and really be intentional about our intent and how we consume social media. So today we're getting into all of it the comparison culture, and how we can use social media in ways that really benefit us and not ways that bring us down, ways that make us feel invigorated and inspired and not ways that make us feel crummy about our own lives or jealous or angry or petty or anything like that. So we're talking about this in the most positive way possible because I think that living in this world right now where we can where you can get little sneak peeks into different people's lives is so valuable. We can get so many ideas and we can really see what's possible. So today we're talking about this whole culture and how you and I, all of us together as a community, are going to approach it so that it makes us feel good and do better instead of get in a rut and be depressed. I think at the end of the day, we need to realize when you are 90 and looking back on all the things that you've done, I promise you, you are not going to think about those people that you compared yourself to and what they did or didn't do. Instead, you'll compare what you did and who you were to the best possible version of yourself. And the goal is for those to be pretty closely aligned. You know, everything that you did and who you were compared to the best possible version. The goal is for those to be pretty similar. And I'm just telling you, I always think, man, this, you know, life is short, but life is long too. And in the long game, you're not going to remember those people. So why spend the time and energy on it? I think that when we are younger, We consume this content and let it get to us. I know I did. 
We spend time on it in different ways, depending on how we feel about ourselves or depending on where we're at in our lives. Maybe you're not in a relationship and you wish you were. Maybe you wish you had a different job or a better job. There's different, you know how you see things based on a lens, the lens that you're approaching things. Like maybe you want to buy a red car. So then when you're driving, all you see is red cars. I think that sometimes if we feel like we're lacking something, we go out and naturally that's what we notice, but also that can kind of make us feel differently or worse about our own situation. I think we need to realize that this is the highlight real of people's lives. And even though we know that, we still let it get in our head. We wish we could take that vacation or afford that outfit or be that thin or have those perfect looking kids. We just have to realize we don't know the rocks in other people's shoes. And this is the highlight reel. We're all great at different things. And I'm, I'm, I really want to make this podcast very practical and realistic and not like foofy, like you have your own strengths. That's someone else's strengths. Not at all. I just want to have a very real and honest conversation about it's a waste of time to try to figure out because nobody knows. Nobody knows the inner workings or the inner struggle that other people are going through. You know, nobody has it all together. Nobody has everything perfectly aligned. And I think that by shifting our focus, so maybe you follow someone that shares fitness things and you just, you're so jealous. You wish that you were as good at fitness or you look the way they do. But listen, using social media to your benefit. So take all the best tips and use that as inspiration and motivation just because it serves you zero good to say, well, you know, I, she was born naturally thin or thinner boned or, you know, all the different things that we tell ourselves or with money. Well, she was born into money and then she married money. So I'm, I have these struggles to pay bills and I want to live in a bigger place, whatever it is. But the thing is, is she may have other rocks in her shoes or different things that she's struggling with that you don't see that's not shared. I think it's just important because Depending on how our lives are going, a lot of times if we feel like we're in a rut, social media can really make us feel worse because we're looking at the highlight reel of other people's lives and naturally we're going to compare ourselves to them. I think it all comes down to bandwidth. We only have so much bandwidth in our days, in our days, in our weeks, in our months. So if you go down a rabbit hole fighting with strangers on Twitter, that's using up your bandwidth. If you're sitting for hours on Instagram looking at what other people have and, you know, maybe allowing yourself to feel shitty or maybe you're hating on them and judging them because of, you know, the insecurities you have and how it makes you feel or maybe you decide what's not fair about your life or maybe you decide that actually this person sucks and this is why. I'm telling you all of that is taking up this very precious bandwidth and It's just a huge waste of time. The only thing that's going to come out of it is you come out of it grumpy with a chip on your shoulder and you're cynical and you're negative, or you come out feeling shitty about yourself about one issue or lots of issues. But I'm telling you, we can shift our focus to use it to get us fired up. There's just no positive benefit in downgrading someone or underestimating someone. Maybe you see someone that did a great speech or wrote a great article or a blog post and that's what you want to be, underestimating them or tearing them down, it just 
there's no positive benefit for you. There really isn't. Instead, it should make you fired up. Like, look at this cool thing they did. I'm inspired by that. And I'm fired up to do something similar. I love seeing what people do physically. And even though I would love to do these crazy yoga poses on handstands, you know, folded into a pretzel, I'm not as flexible as I used to be. I likely will not get there again, but I don't, instead of analyzing their body versus my body, I just use it to get fired up. Like that's what the human body is actually capable of. Even though I will likely only do one-tenth of that, if I'm lucky, I'm going to use it to fire me up instead of underestimating or giving excuses of why I'm not. I've had three kids. She hasn't had kids. Whatever. Whatever. At the end of the day, it's just taking up your energy. And kind of how I've done podcasts about let leaving not forgiving people and leaving a chip on your shoulder, it it weighs heavier on you and oftentimes the other person doesn't even know. I feel like that's the same thing with what we do here sometimes. Sometimes we can spend all this energy and this bandwidth and our precious time figuring someone out or judging them or hating on them or discrediting them. And they don't know. It doesn't hurt them. It doesn't affect them. It just hurts us and weighs heavily on us. So I tell myself when I'm opening up social media, if I'm just not in a good headspace, if I'm in a funk or I made a mistake or something's going wrong, I'll maybe, you know, do whatever, check in for work or check in with my couple friends and then I bounce off. And I think that that's the difficult part because a lot of times if we're in a funk, you want to sit on social media and just sit and zone out and relax and decompress. But I just, if I'm not in a space to where I'm consuming social media in a way that's motivating and inspiring, I hop off because sometimes I need that motivation and it tells me, you know what, this is time to go to work. If someone else is doing something better or faster, it's time for me to put my head down and go to work. And I have gotten to a point where I'm thankful that people are out there killing it because it makes me want to run harder, push myself, work harder, try harder, get more creative. And I think that as long as someone isn't doing anything bad or hurting anyone, why hate on what they're doing and use up your precious bandwidth? Those people are showing you that it's possible to do better than what you're doing. And that's good. That's growth. That's progress. Because at the end of the day, we're competing with one person, ourselves, that best version of ourselves. I think a lot of social media And the feelings around comparing ourselves in this comparison culture comes down to FOMO. This missing out feeling, this feeling that we are missing out on something better, something better that we think we should have or somewhere we should be or how we should be vacationing. We end up comparing what we have to what we don't have. And this mindset is such a slippery slope because it makes you feel like whatever you're doing isn't enough. Maybe you are killing it at work, but because you're working so much and that's your main focus, you have slipped on working out and you don't feel as great there. I think that we have to give ourselves grace and realize that there is time for all of this. If I've learned anything in my life, I think that you can do it all. You just can't have it all at the same time. I've done lots of different interviews and, and talked to so many people and been on different podcasts about this. And for me and my life as an entrepreneur and a business owner and a mom and wife, I think you can have all the feelings, but I've never had them at the same time. I really haven't. I've never felt like I was really great at everything at the same time. And I don't know 
that it's possible. And so coming or depend, you know, depending on what your goals are, what your, what your standards are. Um, but I don't think I'm able to be a hundred percent at everything all the time. Sometimes I'll feel like I'm giving really my best effort at work or to my own health and fitness and nutrition or to my family or to the house or to my friendships, but all of them, it, it, for me, it feels impossible to have them all be aligned. So this comparison culture and this FOMO, this feel like you're missing out on something. I think it makes your happiness a moving target and something you really can never actually achieve. And the ironic part is social media, Facebook started out as a way to keep up with people that you like, follow your friends, see what they're doing. And now it's really evolved into this culture of comparison, constantly viewing this almost with glasses on that makes us compare, like consume the content, how it relates to us. And I think we have to be just intentional. And I've made the shift years ago, and I feel really fortunate that I'm able to go on social media and think, good for her. Wow, that's impressive. I haven't done half of that. I, I follow several entrepreneurs that were building their business at the same time as I did. And I've been very honest about the fact that I pulled back in my company and my company's growth when as I started having babies, just because I knew for me, happiness did not exist being on a plane every week to different things, even though it was forever my business dream to do that. It just didn't feel right for me. So I passed up great opportunities. And it's something that I definitely don't regret. But you better believe when I see those other women, those other business owners that were okay doing that, they were they could balance it. That was good for them. And then their companies really, really soared, like next, next level selling to bigger companies and bigger companies where my company would be now if I wouldn't have pulled back. And so sometimes if if for whatever reason I'm, you know, maybe my kids are being difficult and I'm like, God, you guys, I'm thinking I've sacrificed so much for you guys. Like, come on, help me out here. And then I go on social media and I see these people who have achieved what I was kind of on the path to achieve. It can make me get in a funky spot. But now I've really worked through that to where I just think, you know what? Good for her. And I honestly have no judgment. I'm not thinking, well, I was home with my kids while she was on a plane. I, not 1%. I am like, Good for her that she figured out that balance that worked for her to where she could keep growing the company. She didn't have to pull back. And she is still, I'm sure, a really lovely mom and, and her kids seem very sweet and it, it all worked for her. That same balance just didn't work for me. But life is tricky and life is complicated. And that FOMO, I've had to work through that not existing. And I'm telling you, good for her. And if someone does something that is just so that you would instantly judge, I've talked about this on lots of podcasts, I say, good for her, not for me. Like that doesn't work for me, but good for her. She's happy and she's not hurting anybody. Like why hate on someone who's just following their own path and doing it the way they want and what feels good for them? If they're not hurting anyone or being deceptive or deceitful or any of that, like why spend your precious bandwidth tearing them down or making excuses for yourself or being jealous of them. Your The happiness as a moving target is such an interesting concept because it really leads, leads to unfulfilling days. I try to focus on getting in my tens every day. First, I think that not consuming social media first thing in the morning is a great idea. 
get up, move your body, drink water, um, whatever you do, meditate, exercise, have your delicious coffee, and start your day with your own thoughts rather than other people's thoughts. Or if it's going to be other people's thoughts, let's do TED Talks and podcasts and things that are motivating and inspiring rather than besides social media is a, you know, can very easily all of a sudden you look up and it's been 15, 20 minutes, 30 minutes, two hours, but also to start your day with your own thoughts and positivity and your intentions for the day and what you want to accomplish rather than popping into other people's worlds. Social media is a crazy thing. You know, you you go into, you can see people from around the world. All of a sudden you're at someone's epic baby shower and maybe you're dying to have a baby, but it just hasn't worked out yet. Or you see all these happy happy people in relationships and that's what you wish you had. It's just, there's always going to be something. So I think that not doing it first thing in the morning is so good. I once read an article that was like, how are we all waking up and checking social media? That's like telling your middle schooler, wake up before you go to school, before you do anything, look at what all these other people are doing and compare yourself to them. Then go out and have a great day, kid. Like, no, now you have all these thoughts in your heads rather than just your own thoughts and your own goals. And how can I, how can I take one step closer to my goals? And how can I help people? How can I be kind? How can I solve a problem? How can I be helpful in my community and my family? I think that it, it, it fogs us up if we start consuming that stuff early on in the day. And oftentimes we're spending times on things we can't control. That's another big life lesson that's taken me so long to learn. If you can't control it, let it go. It doesn't serve you. So much of these stu- this stuff that we're focusing on in other people's lives, we can't control. We can't change it even if it indirectly affects us. If you can't control it, let it go because it doesn't serve you. And remember, you're looking at the highlights reel. You're looking at a lot of times people are doing it to create a brand or a lifestyle brand or promote their business or their courses or their podcast or their book. And it's the highlights reel. It's not the whole story. You don't know the rocks in other people's shoes. And maybe people are out making, you want to judge people because they said something the wrong way. Or I just think if people don't have bad intentions, then let it go. If you can't control it, let it go. But really, what it all comes down to is having an actual plan as we consume the content that people are strategically putting out. Being very aware that we are living in a culture, in a comparison culture. And social media has evolved into this to where if you're not intentional about how you use it, it can suck you in. Even if you're not a jealous person or a FOMO person, it's just so easy to see what other people have and have it get in your own head. And maybe it paralyzes you from doing the things, okay? So as we wrap up, let's talk about why, how it can actually hurt us. First, it can make us depressed. It can make us not go towards our goals because it seems unattainable. It can put us in this bad headspace to where we're hating on other people and we're down on ourselves and we're living in the past, like we're we're making it so we the things that we've done, maybe you've made mistakes or you've made bad career choices or whatever it is, and then you're living in that. Your past is not who you are. It's not your future. But if you sit in this kind of like, you know, pot of sadness, looking at what other people are doing, it's so easy to be stuck, not just in what other people are doing, but maybe in your past or 
labeling yourself based on past decisions that weren't ideal or that you regret or you wish you could kind of go back and do differently. I also think that it makes us negative by criticizing others or trying to rationalize why someone else has achieved something we haven't. It just, it allows us to make excuses rather than motivating us and inspiring us and that, wow, that's possible. That person started that business. That person got that fit. That person stopped drinking alcohol. That person, you know, repaired a relationship with a friend or their child. I just think that social media has so much to offer, but we have to be intentional about the ways that consume it. I think it can bring us up. It can give us so many great ideas and motivate us or it can make us completely depressed and be a watered down version of ourselves sitting inside, spending hours online watching people live their lives and doing things and accomplishing things and taking risks and taking chances rather than getting out there and living our own lives, rather than getting getting uncomfortable and getting, you know, like just putting yourself out there. I think that by seeing other people already accomplishing things, and of course it seems easy once it's already done, it makes us stop ourselves because we think, well, I could never be as good as that. But I'm telling you, you're not seeing the whole picture and use it, approach it. When you open up the app, I really think, and not just the app, but just in general, this 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 comparison culture when you are approaching interactions with people or social media or watching reality shows, go into it thinking, how can I bring the good out of this into my life? How can this inspire me or motivate me or give me ideas? I think that's really the best thing about all of us connecting. Think about 100 years ago, there was just no conversation like this. You know, people worked during the day and and went home, there was no way to connect and get all these great ideas and have all the modern conveniences that we have. But I think that there's also a really slippery slope and the downside of it that we need to be really aware of. And I think that we can make ourselves, we can program ourselves to where when we have conversations with people and we open up social media, we have a healthy relationship with it. We realize that We, other people are going to be better or stronger at certain things, but it can give us the motivation and inspiration and ideas to improve our own lives in those ways. I'm telling you, getting a really good handle on this and not comparing ourselves to other people constantly is so freeing. And it brings so much joy and happiness. And I think for some people at different times, it could be harder than others, depending on what you're going on, what's going on in your life or what you're going through or different people you follow. But I think that if it doesn't bring you joy, then limit it. And I think different times of our lives, we should limit social media if, if it's not serving you in those good ways. I think also another downside to it is we can just spend so much time focusing on what other people are doing, like I said, rather than getting out and trying new things ourselves. So I hope this podcast inspired you to realize this comparison culture that we're living in and flip the script, flip the script so 
it benefits you rather than drains you. So it gives you motivation and fires you up and makes you happy for other people and want to work harder in your own life rather than feeling shitty about the things that you wish you had or have done or things that weren't fair. Let's let it fire us up and inspire us to be awesome and show up and be happy every day. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you got lots of value out of this podcast like I do with all podcasts. Ping me on social media. Let me know what you want to hear about, what you are trying to be awesome at and how I can research and learn and come back and share what topics you want to hear about. Thank you so much for listening and I'll talk to you soon. Thanks for listening to the How to Be Awesome at Everything podcast. For more info about today's episode and all past episodes, head over to howtobeawesomeateverything.com where we break it all down. Tell us what you thought of today's topic on Lindsay's Instagram at Lindsay's Cloud. Until next time, go out and be awesome because that's exactly what you are.